second part of the traditions and celebrations in Poland. Our first part, we already discussed the months until August, and now we are discussing from November on, because in November we have here different kind of locations and celebrations and traditions which we would like to point out. For example, on the 1st of November we already start with the All Saints Day. Um, All Saints is an international well-known day for, rem for remembering people which passed out of our lives. And in Poland it's a huge thing. Uh, speak, maybe you can tell us something about All Saints Day. In yeah, hello guys, uh, welcome to the second part. So, um, All Saints Day in, uh, in Poland uh, consists of actually two days. First is like Wszystkich Świętych Eden Zaduszki. So it's like two, two, two in one pack. Uh, and uh, usually uh, most people spend this uh, holiday just visiting the cemeteries for the deceased uh, like relatives, friends and etc. Um, of course there is uh, a lot of masses happening as well to ensure people uh, to to link with with uh, with the dead like relatives uh, also with the priest. Uh, so is it the same in, as in Germany or there are some differences? I mean, I referring from my memories, I think um, a cemetery Radoski yeah. is a good example in Krakow. It's the biggest one of the bigger ones which we have in Krakow, and I never saw so much candles and uh, decorations on the graves. Mm -hmm. um, even when you enter it you were able to see a big sharp heart and I think it's a very unique idea or in my perfect idea to honor the people which passed away. I mean, um, it, it gives you the feeling that even you lost someone, they are, they are gone but they, never, they are never totally gone because we keep them here in the heart and I think they're still living through remembering on the people for... Exactly. So I think this is a really nice tradition and unfortunately we don't have this kind of huge decorations on the graves in Germany. We are more modest, I would say, but I cannot give you the exact reason why, for example, we are having just maximum three candles in case, or five, why we have uh, less flowers on the graves, I don't know. Do you use these electric candles as well? Because, you know, the modern world is coming also to the cemetery, so that, that, that's why I'm curious. Um, from time to time I see them, but it's yeah. like still more like the traditional candles. Yeah, I think Polish people are also not convinced by these electric tools. But I was very impressed about the candle in general. I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter if they were electric candles or like uh, candles which work with fire, like the traditional way. The heart was really nice shaped and it was huge, so everybody was. I felt me very special when just seeing that. Yeah, that that just the exact view when you are outside the cemetery is impressive. So that is true. But maybe we should go on. I mean, uh, on the 11th of November, there's a specific or special day for all Poles. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah, you are totally correct. It's National Independence Day. And it is a big like uh, sign and remembrance of the fact that Poland regained sovereignty in 1918 after 123 years of uh, non-existence in, in, in Europe. So what are your thoughts? Like a, as a German guy? I mean, my country was um, involved in that. I mean, we need to say that Poland was divided between Prussia, mm -hmm. um, 
Russian Empire and uh, Austria-Hungary. So, um, as a German, um, feeling is still. I would say for us, it's for us, it's not good feeling. Let's call it like that. I think we should be still be aware about the history because because history is teaching us that things never happen. And I think that Poland gained the independence back mm -hmm. in 1918 and lost it again. Meanwhile, the Second World War is like a sign that we should be still aware of. And I think we Germans should be as well aware of that we did this. Even even we could say now that it was Prussia and it was not, it's not connected with Germany. It's still the, the German culture. And I presume that's why I... I don't know. I mean, I never had the possibility to participate in the parade or the march, how you call mm -hmm. it. Would you? I would like to. I would really like to. I have to admit. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't know if 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 this is like uh, if if I'm there welcome, you know, because I mean, you're celebrating the Independence Day for my country, and then you have a guy there, little watching in the first round, standing in the first line, and then. Um, from Germany, so I don't know, but I had never this question asked myself if I participate or not because I was busy all the time. I was making weekend trips mm -hmm. with my girlfriend, or at that time a girlfriend. I was working mostly, so that the people who wanted to celebrate could celebrate this day. Well, I think if you had like organized group of friends to to go to this like uh, march, it would be like interesting thing to do but naturally but let's see maybe this year i have the possibility it's still on my to-do list and it's a non-working day in poland so yeah perfect everybody has something from that but um we should say that it's not the last celebration or traditional day here in, in poland which we have because the november is full of them remember that at the 28th um at uh, advent is starting and we have at the 29th st andrew's day yeah it's very interesting and somewhat a confusing mix-up as a, you know, in my eyes as a Pole because you are mixing and uh, a Slavic traditions and Roman Catholic Church. But uh, when we come back to the history, we see that there are a lot of uh, traditions that were actually um, practiced together in a very short uh, distance of time. And uh, I think that's how the, the, the Catholic Church actually survived in some, some way because he adopted the way the, the ways people were like thousand years ago and something, right? Yeah, but uh, coming back to, to the topic, um, Advent, uh, of course, is, is helping uh, Poles to prepare for Christmas through fasting, prayer and church services. So during this time, a special mass called pri Priority or Roraty in, in, in Polish uh, is, is held for, for churchgoers. So the gathering begins just before sunrise in almost complete darkness in the church. And uh, there are several explanations and of etymology of, of this um, uh, name Roraty. But first that comes to my mind is that uh, it, it is Rorat which means heaven dropped you in Latin. So do you have something like that in practice in German or Germany or not really? I mean Advent I think is a Catholic church um, thing so we have it for sure in Germany and this is like as well we prepare ourselves for the Christmas time. Mm -hmm. um, I have to admit my family is quite religious when it comes up to this point so um, they go at 
Advent, Church, Christmas, Easter, all so the important days. Everything, so that's everything in the checklist, right? Everything is in the checklist, yes. So I grew up with it, um, but I never celebrated actively mm -hmm. St. Andrew's Day because then uh, Anjeki, if I'm not mistaken, yes, pronounced it like correct. this. Thank you. I'm getting better with the pronunciation. Yeah. Um, it's a it's like a day where you uh, where a girl can predict her future because of future telling, for fortune telling, and unfortunately we don't have that. Even it's a nice tradition because she gets on this in the evening the information in when when she will fall in love and with who when she will meet the guy. And mm -hmm. I think it's a nice thing. I mean, I was joining an ESN event for that. I really enjoyed that. Even I'm not a girl. <laughs> My future got as well predicted. Um, I, I've actually never had that view. It has to be a girl every time because I remember that I participated in a Jake in the primary school and that was the last time I did that. Oh, what was and the outcome? Uh, well, I, I was predicting the future for others, so I wasn't doing it for myself. <laughs> but I was like predicting <laughs> to my colleagues that were like, how to say, like 12 years old, how many children they will have in the future. So it's kind of hilarious. But yeah, it's a, it's a funny activity in some ways, I think. It's, it's more like, um, I perceive it right now more attractive to children than, than the adults, but it depends what, what uh, friends do you have, what traditions do you perform every year, right? That is true. When we're talking about yearly um, celebrations, we arrived with December. Yes. So, 6th of December. St. Nicholas, yeah? Yeah, Nico Nicholas visits, right? Yeah, as, you, as you named it. So, yeah, we have this uh, Polish Santa. In, in, in some regions of Poland, it is called somewhat uh, another. For example, if you are from Poznań, Posen in German, uh, there is Kwiazdor. So, the, the holiday is the same, but the name is different. But, yeah, everything is the same apart from that. So this is like the, the time that uh, the, the children, usually the children are getting more um, presents before the, 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 the end of December, right, of course. Uh, and it also uh, is the end of the Advent, you know, after that in December. So this is like some transition to December's uh, New Year's Eve and etc. Yeah, like in Germany, but it's ending up in the best time of the year, at least in my eyes, Christmas. Yeah, it couldn't and be better. It couldn't be better, it couldn't be. For me, Christmas is like wonderful because I see my family. I don't see them that often anymore since since I'm living in Poland, but I try my best to drive every time home when I have the possibility, or sometimes they come and visit to me, but with the pandemic now, it's like not that much possible. But I can only imagine. Yeah, it's, it's a bit harder, but it's, I mean, I have friends here, so it's like I survive, you know. But I really like the Polish traditions with the um, 12 dishes on Christmas Eve. Vigilia. Vigilia, yes. Vigilia, And uh, you have this tradition to leaving an empty chair on Christmas Eve. Yeah, an empty plate and cutlery as well. So this is a very old tradition. And uh, it is like uh, the symbol of the non-invited guest who should you know, have an opportunity to, to eat and to spend some quality time with, with other people. So, yeah, I really liked it. As, as a child, I remember I was waiting every time, every year, that maybe someone will come, but it never happened. So, did it happen in Germany or not really? It is not really like that, that we, for example, put an extra plate. Um, but we have to admit that we have as well not the dishes with the 12 dishes. Mm -hmm. um, 
so I think it's more like family related so I don't know I mean we get most of the time visitors like grandparents grandmothers are coming over mm -hmm. um, to have dinner with us and then singing carols singing three Christmas carols and um, enjoying the time together okay so which of these 12 uh, like traditional dishes would you like to have you know on the German plate like to just copy paste from Polish tradition I mean, I'm very impressed about the Polish gingerbread. Yes. Um, Pianik. Pianik, yeah. Then yeah. you have uh, borscht, zielone. Yes, uszkami. With, uh, with dumplings. Yes. Um, yeah, then for sure the cob was very nice. I really enjoyed that one when I was uh, I had the possibility to celebrate here Christmas. Okay. And then you had the kapusta with yeah. the gorczyk, uh, so cabbage with, with peas, I would say. I've never had this one, actually. Częstochowa, we always did another dish. Because oh, what was your substitute for that? Well, uh, it's hard to remember right now, but I remember that not a lot of people liked, you know, this mix of like cabbage with, with peas. So my grandmother had to every time to figure something out. Yeah, then you had as well a nice salad. Jarzynowa. Jarzynowa tart. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, naturally, the how can I say, the traditional dish here, pierogis. Yeah, of course, pierogis. It was with mushroom and cabbage. It mm -hmm. was very, very good too. I mean, it was very hard to, 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 to make them. I mean, I was responsible with my former girlfriend to do them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I realized how hard it was to do them, like that they glue proper together, that they don't open meanwhile the boiling process. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it took me some, some tries. But, uh, yeah, my ex-girlfriend Kasia helped me a lot with them. Okay. And in the end, everybody was happy. But, yeah, I'm not sure else what else... Uh, I can add to this list because I think this is all what I can remember me from my experiences from Christmas in Poland. I actually have to give some uh, background to that because uh, I've been to some uh, Vigilias uh, throughout the, the whole Poland and it has to be noted that there are of course some rules like non-written rules which you should eat or not during the Christmas Eve but the tradition is evolving in every region. So sometimes you can um, see on the table very different dishes than you would expect. Uh, like first things to, that comes to my mind is kutia, because uh, kutia is not so, I think, famous in some regions. But for like two or three three years, we have a friends that uh, visit us on the Christmas Eve, and they are bringing kutia because that's that's how they perform in the. Żywiec, it's in, in, in the mount in the Polish mountains, uh, so it's uh, it's kind of uh, interesting because in Częstochowa I've never heard about it. What is it exactly, may I ask? Kutia is like very sweet dish. I think it's uh, made from white cheese and you have raisins and then other spices too. So it's 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 very good. Uh, and but you have to be prepared. It's very sweet. So I, I can send you a photo after after this recording thank you something else what you would like to add well i think we we covered most of the bases so let's let's get uh, to the next holiday maybe mm -hmm. so um, max maybe you know soon more about the foreign country than your home country after all this recording <laughs> i mean you have a pleasure right <laughs> Yeah, from the, as you remember from the last episodes, yes, I have a table. Very glad about that. Um, and so yeah. 
maybe you marry some Polish woman and you have a passport too. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, still working on the passport thing, you know. But um, I'm, I have to say, for now, it's like um, I'm very glad with my passport, which I have, and I really enjoy my staying in Poland. Mm-hmm. I learn every day something that is true. And um, yeah, on a certain point, I think um, that it helps me as well to integrate me here in the society because more I know by myself or more I experienced or faced situations, I think it's like giving me step by step the right way in the society and like showing me how the world works here because as I said before, even Europe is quite, quite strong together. We okay. are still, comp- we, we, ha- we just need, for example, let's say an hour from Krakow to, to, the, to, to Slovakia. So the distance are very short, but there are so many different cultures and different reasons and so on that is like fantastic and very interesting too. And I guess this is like as well bringing you something by yourself when you, for example, live in another country I said in the first episode or the second episode that um, I would recommend everybody who's young enough to, to live sometimes outside of the hometown, be- home country because it brings surpluses, you know. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think there are still a lot of things I don't know about our neighbors or, you know, Europe countries. But I think I'll start my visit in Prague after <laughs> the COVID situation. Yeah, I mean, we have to see, for example, I was amazed about the Polish sandwiches because in Germany we have bread, b- the stuff on it, and, and the bread. That's all, yeah, I know. I, I've been to Degendorf and I remember these um, sandwiches on the bakeries. They, they were like very basic. Yes, um, but we had as well these meat sandwiches, so. Yeah, but it's only meat then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Poland, in Poland you have these open sandwiches. Why? And how was, and can you tell us something about them? Well, uh, I think it's not actually a Polish thing too. Uh, it came from the West because usually when you, you will go to the Polish home house, you will have like this normal sandwich, like two layers of bread and something added in between. But uh, the, um, the the trend is like uh, evolving right now, so you can also eat bagels, like like a proper American bagels in Poland as well. So the the cuisine is like. It's like a fusion right now, if I may call that. So I like actually this this uh, this process because it gives me like more taste to to try, right? Yeah, I mean, I was like very amazed about it. The sandwiches which I got on the last Polish wedding, which I attended. Okay. I mean, um, it was very nice made. It was like it was kind of snack, so it was easy to eat. Meanwhile, waiting and uh, it was like very needed on the Polish weddings. I mean. We will come to the, remember when, for example, you have these um, kind of situations where you have the Polish wedding and the poprawiny. Po, 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 oh, what? Po, poprawiny, yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I've been invited to two um, ceremonies and they are not uh, organizing poprawiny. I think this is going to be extinct in some way because, well, it's, it's more expensive so for people to organize two days instead of one and uh, people condense this this tradition you know of celebrating the the act of marriage in in one day but it's it's sad of course but uh, it's also connected with some activities throughout the popravina you have some games very basic like the chess game or something like that um, but this after party uh, actually 
ushers, it, it enables people to be not so formal as in the first days. So I strongly believe that both cabinets should stay. Do you agree? I uh, totally agree. I mean, I have to say as a foreigner, uh, to attend Polish weddings is a unique thing. You should do it when you have the possibility. My plan, my trip, my plan is every time when somebody wants something for me, I just say, and I raise the glass and everybody's happy. <laughs> that is my way to survive Polish weddings um, because I don't know what to say. When the people say, explain me some games, I'm more than happy to play. But the problem is like, I need some time every time to adjust myself or to, to the weddings parties because... Adjust the alcohol level <laughs> in your party, right? <laughs> I would not say so. I would as well say it in another way. But yeah, the alcohol helps to, to talk with people. Especially when you are new to, for example, people look at you because they think, okay, if he's come not from Poland and then they are trying to speak with you. And I think the alcohol is helping as well with Polish people speaking English from time to time. Yeah, I agree. And um, so it was like, it's a good thing. I mean, I survive as well birthday parties with the sentences. I just adjust the sentences a bit. I say then, Yeah, so how was your experience with... Um, Polish birthday. Is it the very big difference between the Polish and German birthday? I would say there's no differences in celebrating, but it is for me still like um, unknown uh, that you wish every birthday 100 years to the guy. Stolat. Oh, in case someone is like 80 or 90, you are saying 200. So, uh, okay. Because it's, if someone is 95 and you say, oh, you have only five years to live, it's kind of sad. So that that's why you have this trick. So please remember about that if you attend some Polish birthday for like 95-year-old woman or something like that. I will try, I will try. As long as I don't need to sing, it's like fine because the Stolak song is quite challenging, let's call yeah. it like that, for foreigners. Yeah, due to the fact that there are a lot of sh sh yeah, pronunciation issues. Yeah, pronunciation issues. So, um, But yeah, I mean... I try my best to sing, and when you don't sing well, you need to sing just loud, and then <laughs> you get the attention anyways. <laughs> okay. So would you like to add something more apart from this, like, uh, holidays, you know, we've mentioned? I think we have everything's mentioned here, and I hope that the listeners learn something. I learned something, for example, the thing with the 200 years in case of 100. Yeah, I learned as well, so the Polish traditions are a mystery for me sometimes as well. But let's say... Let's get ready for the next episode and I say just do widzenia. Do widzenia.